people of Earth, and you know, this table. How are you? I'm doing good, baby. My name is Al. That was Joe. Together we do a little fun podcast called Kinda Right. And it's been a little while. Um, You got to hold on, Joe. Hold on. Yeah, so anyway, we're back. And uh, yeah, it's been a long week, man. Why don't you tell us what happened, Al? Well, the long, the short version is, is my son has signed himself in to get a little checkup from the neck up. But he's, he's confused as to why he's there anyway. And he wasn't taking the medicine, and then he took some yesterday. I know you said keep him off the benzos, but I don't care what they give him at this point. He has acute anxiety. Are they going to give him benzos? Well, risper- risperidone, risperdal. That's a benzo, I believe. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm just referring to they clonopin. U- they use that to treat. Which is highly addictive. So is this. And it's not so much addictive in the sense of you become physically, you need it. Right. Like you need to have it or you're going to have like some sort of a bad uh Something bad's going to happen to your body. Yeah. Well, it works for acute anxiety. They use it to treat psychotic type shit, too, but it works for acute anxiety. At least, you know, they can give you a dose of it, see if it's helping, and then ratchet it back a little bit. Well, they they seem to hand that Xanax out like fucking Pez. Well, they use Risperidol so, and Xanax together in and some that, cases. That shit's a benzo, and that doesn't seem to have the same effect of the clonazepam. You know what I mean? That yeah. I mean, you can get you can get Xanax. Xanax is more of a band aid over the Mexican border. Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of the same shit. It's just you can you got to jack it up. You got to take a lot more to get the same effect. I, I had an actual prescription for Xanax, <coughs> one a day, and I let it go. I, I wish I never did, but I was starting to really like them. <laughs> starting to take more than one a day. You know. First I guess it went from Band-Aid to, ah, you can have one every day. Your liver turns, Al and I were talking before we started talking, about edibles versus inhaled pot. And uh, apparently your, re- your, your liver turns the edible into an 11-hydroxy-THC. And Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know what it means, but it, it sounds delicious. It turns it into a different drug. Oh, okay. Than what you get when you're smoking. Yeah. And it's much more of a it it's saying here it's it's almost like it's a um it's it's a psychotropic. You know what I mean? More like in the in in the mushroom uh psilocybin. Again, moderation is the key with all that shit. You take a little bit of it, you're not going to trip. You're just going to relax. You eat a shitload of it, you're it's, in for it. It's like, I'll use the analogy for me, it's like the difference between drinking beer and hard liquor. Right. I know where I'm going to be if I drink beer. If I drink hard liquor. Uh, you're not quite sure. I could be blacked out, 
running around naked or well you know the threshold is three shots of fireball you know what i mean probably two is good three well, you're right on the threshold of no nothing. i mean i don't go crazy but it's i certainly don't want to do 10 and no. then i don't like hangovers so i don't no, want to wake up with a hangover suck. ever i know so i just sort of i don't drink much anymore yeah it's crazy I mean, and it's not even by choice. It's sort of like I haven't had a beer in six months. Really? Oh well, I mean, you're not counting Mike's as beer. No, Mike's isn't beer. I mean, it's, it's malt liquor, malt beverage. Well, I don't know what is it? what is it. It's malt beverage. Hold on. It contains alcohol, and it is. Usually it says right on it. Premium malt beverage. It's a malt beverage. I don't know what that means. It's fucking the same thing as Colt 45. It's the same fucking thing. It just tastes different. They flavor it to taste like a cherry instead of like fucking Billy D. Williams' asshole. Are you saying that that doesn't have anything to do with real black cherry? Yeah. Correct. It's totally that's black cherry flavored. Yeah, of course. Are you saying that it's lemonade soda. has no? Yeah, it's has, there's never been a lemon. You know, like cherry soda doesn't have cherry in it. I believe you're wrong. I bet if you read, the, there's extracts of cherry or something in that. I'm gonna tell you right now. So it has natural flavor and artificial flavors. Now, like when you hear natural flavors, that doesn't mean. That it's got natural stuff in it that makes it taste that way. It means there's artificial stuff in there that makes it taste like a natural thing. You know what I mean? When you look on anything that says natural flavors, it doesn't mean it came from the fucking earth. It means it's some additive that tastes like it came from the earth. Oh, I don't think that's true. It's fucking fact. Now, listen, this is delicious. Mike's Light Hard Black Cherry Lemonade. It's delicious. Well, I bought 12 cases of it because yeah. I can't drink the lemonade. It's 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 the same thing as fucking beer. I, well, it's not, though. It's malt beverage. It's just not. It's not the same thing as beer because it doesn't taste like beer. Oh, I know. But it doesn't taste anything beer like beer. Beer is flavored with different things than this. They're both... They're both malt beverages. Beer is flavored with hops and whatever the fuck. This is flavored with something from a lab to make it taste like hard black cherry. You know? They're well, all what, delicious. What does a black cherry really taste well, like? Well, that's the other way. thing. First of all, I believe there's no such thing as a black cherry. There's cherries. <laughs> you know what I mean? My yeah. favorite flavor is artificial black cherry. I love it. It's my favorite fake flavor. Um... I never taste no cherry that tastes like fake fucking cherry flavoring. You know what I mean? Strawberry almost gets there, but like strawberry candy, that doesn't taste like strawberries. It tastes like strawberry candy, you know? Yeah, like if you're eating Jolly Ranchers and you're eating the watermelon, yeah. there's no fucking watermelon yeah. on the planet that tastes like that. Right. That's Jolly Rancher and watermelon And yet you bite it flavor. and you go, that's watermelon, because now we're programmed to go, hmm, you know, that tastes like watermelon. The old fucking uh, pineapple lifesavers. Remember you used to get that fucking rogue thing when you were little in the fucking five flavor pack? 
Yeah, well, yeah. It don't taste like no pineapple. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to taste like, but... The bottom line, Joe, is it's drink well, it's, the fuck up, dude. It's <laughs> you know closer I mean? to pineapple than anything else. Well, the thing is, the difference between that and beer is I can't drink as many of those as beer. And I get the Mike's light because it's low in calories. I was going to say, I bet it's because of the sugar, but does the light shit, is that not flavored with sugar? Or is that like got aspartame or whatever the fuck? I hope they use aspartame. I mean, I don't know. I like the aspartame. It's been around for 50 years. Yeah. Everybody says you're going to get cancer from it. Nah. Like, you ain't killing nobody. I think they're full of shit. That shit would have been pulled along. It's in everything. Yeah, it is. And they talk about, uh, I don't know. They see still still not supposed to have too many fucking diet fucking sodas either, but whatever. I mean, they ain't got no calories. What the fuck? What, what, they got a lot of sodium or something? I don't know. what. Well, I mean... How shit, everything gets bad. Something's going to fucking kill you. Yeah, right. And you know what? There's a bunch keeping you alive longer than we were supposed to be alive. Human beings aren't supposed to be fucking 80, all right? (laughs) We're just not. Supposed to be like 50, maybe. 65. You think? 65, that's about it. Yeah, and then fucking just go away. Unless you're really into living. You can hang around for a while. Um, I will have to say, 65 don't seem that old. Uh, 65 is not that far away. I used to, I will admit, I never, I will admit, I never thought. Less than 10 years. I never in my life thought 30, 40, or 50 was old, but I always thought 65 was old until very recently. (laughs) It's just not that old, you know? I have a real funny thing going on. My uh, my framer slash sidewaller slash. I hired a new sidewaller. However, my framer sidewaller, uh, who is in constant fucking financial just horror show. Who doesn't have a phone, nor a vehicle. So you can't contact, he can't drive to you, nor can you contact him. Apparently he's over there sidewalling. So So he was sidewalling when your new sidewaller pulled up? The new sidewaller has been there and measured, and he's got a start date. (laughs) So I'm going to let the... Framer keep going, and then he's going to show up Friday looking for money, and I'm going to go. I didn't know. I didn't even know you were there. (laughs) Right. And then I'll pay him what I'm paying the new guy, which is less. I don't know. This is just fucking craziness. Yeah, Joe. It's it's crazy. It is. I got a guy who can't drive anywhere, and he can't call. Because he can't, his phone shut off for non-payment. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, but I'm not paying him top dollar because he's fucking. It's useless. Right. I don't want somebody over there. He's working by himself. Sucks. Right. And taking up space and slow. 
It's not working out good. Yeah, that sucks, man. And I know you, you struggle with just cutting them all the way the fuck loose. You know what I mean? Well, I'm Because it I'm wears on your mind. Direction. I know. It wears on your mind. I get it. I'm going in that direction. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I hate to, to shit can somebody because he does nice work. It's just that he's, his life is a fucking disaster. And it just bleeds. There's no, there's no way that it doesn't bleed over into his work. Well, it just drags your whole project down. You know what I mean? Well, no, it affects not everyone really, else it, if it, he gets behind anyway. It affects every. It, I I don't know if you can't reach somebody and they can't drive to you. How can you fucking survive and run a? This guy supposedly has his own business, right? He doesn't have a fucking phone, right? How can you have a business with no phone? There's no way to reach him, right? You can't tell them, hey, I've decided that I'm going to fucking do the front of the house white instead of beige. Right. You can't tell them. Don't open that what box. Do I, of drive fucking... around, go to his fucking, find his house. Don't open that case of Find vinyl. out where he's, he, he went to dinner. Right. You know, I, I don't want to go to his house. And it's not like you can go to the fucking job site because you don't know when to go. He might not even be there. Oh, he wasn't there this morning. I mean, what are you going to Like 8 o'clock. So I'm like, God, well, fuck him. He's, I guess he's done. Uh, Dan the plumber came over today and I'm like, who's working over there? Oh, well, S- Sidewall is there, Scott. Great. <laughs> and I can't call him to tell him not to. Yeah, right, right. So what am I supposed to hop in the car and drive over there and tell him I hired a Sidewaller? Well, yeah. Fuck right. it. No, fuck, fuck him. Right. He's going to show up and he's going to want like 200 bucks a square. I'm going to say... No, nah, it's 150. 150. <laughs> well, you know, you could have told me. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> how? How could I have told you? What, do I have to chase you around to give you information? Right. So, fuck off. I gave Bob Malone the deck. If he frames the, you know, Bob's going to do the deck for like half. And uh, if he builds the deck, you know, same thing. It's like, well, here's the money. Oh, I thought it was going to be this much. And I'm like, no. Nope. nope. Well, how, well, how come you didn't tell me? How? How? <laughs> how can I tell you? Send you a fucking letter? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know where the guy lives. Crazy. So. The fuck is on your wrist? This is a Fitbit. Okay, what does that do? And the only reason I'm wearing it, I've had this for a while, and I, I thought it was gay. However, it clocks your sleeping habits. Oh. Somehow. Somehow through your pulse, it can tell when you're doing how much REM sleep you're getting. Hmm. And it has a little graph. I you know you. what I mean? And it tells you... It tells you like when you're in a deep sleep, and when you're in a, when when you're in REM sleep, and when you're awake, and it's pretty interesting. So I wanted to. I, I'm wearing it more for the sleep. I mean, it, this thing counts the number of steps. I've taken 2,900 steps today. So does it some really? Does it somehow link into your phone or your computer? So you yeah, it links it? right into the phone. All right, that's good. So you can easily read whatever the report is. And I don't. Please like tell it. me it just tells time too. It does tell All time. All right, good. 
and it seems to update. Now, I don't like, I think it fucking tells the planet where you are. Which I don't like. Yeah, no, that's no good. But then again, I don't know. I, yeah, I did sign up. Personal had, GPS to, fucking system. I had to go into Fitbit.com and sign up. But it tells you your heartbeat. And let's, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we'd like to take this opportunity to let you know we have our first official sponsor here on Candorite, and it's Fitbit. Well, it's not really a sponsor because they're not paying us. But, aha. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying it. It could be all bullshit, you know, maybe all this the sleep information. But I wanted to get sleep information um, just because I'm not a good sleeper. So how long have you been wearing it? Since the last time I saw you or like today or? Uh, it's been since last, I think, I want to say last Monday or Tuesday. So it's been over, yeah, it's yeah. been over a week, maybe even on the weekend. I actually got some REM sleep last night. I know I did because I was rested. It was the first time I felt rested in a while. But I was also relaxed because the boy, we thought, was going to start taking the medicine. First he said, I'm not taking it. And then he took it. And then I talked to him last night. He sounded a little out of it. And then word came down today from the social worker who called on you and said, you and your ex got to get up here, man, because he wants out of here. Because they'll just let him go. You know what I mean? They're not going to fight him. No, they don't fight him. That's not that type of deal. You know right. what I mean? He signed himself in. If right. you're not going to take the medicine, well, there's really nothing we can do for you. That's why you're here, so we can observe you while we're figuring out what to fucking give you for medicine. So when they, so they obviously <laughs> have a, they have a, uh, an MD there that can prescribe shit, right? Yeah. And. uh What's his apprehension? I mean, he doesn't have any problem smoking dope, so he doesn't. He's he's just afraid of medicine. No, he's crazy. He's crazy. That's what crazy people do. Crazy people don't. They want sign medicine. Yeah, they sign themselves into the hospital to get medicine and then try to do it without the medicine. That's crazy. That's the definition of crazy. Did I ever tell you my buddy uh, Chris's brother's story? I mean. Who knows, but go ahead. <laughs> this is a good story. I'm not going to stop you if I've heard it before. All right. Chris's brother is a certified schizophrenic. Okay? just uh, This is the only time I'm going to interrupt. Chris in Florida or Chris in Pembroke? Chris in Florida. Okay. He's a, he is a certified schizophrenic. And all the kids pony up together to take care of him. So, now this is years ago, Um, and I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. So, Chris's sister and brother-in-law own a place, own a resort in Cabo San Lucas. So, Michael uh, went off his drugs, his meds, which he does frequently because... He starts feeling fine and then stops taking them and then he goes fucking nuts. So while off his meds, he sold the apartment or slash condo that he owned. Like for some reason it was in his name and he was he was able to sell it. And they bought it cheap. They bought it uh for like 90 grand but it was worth like 250 when he sold it 
and he sold it for like 110 or something. Do you know what I mean? He thought the FBI and various other law enforcement people were following him. So he proceeded to drive cross-country in a rented van, okay? from We're talking from Florida to, to uh, I guess he must have went all the way to the uh, border with Tijuana, somewhere in Mexico, and he crossed the border. But along the way, he switched cars. He, he had a, started out with a van. He switched cars something like 25 times to, to keep the people, to keep his trail cold. You know what I'm saying? He went into Mexico and got into Cabo San Lucas but didn't go to where his sister's place is. And... Something happened. I forget what happened. But he ended up kidnapping a Mexican woman. Me, he, like, he was in the room with her, and maybe it was a hotel room, and the maid came in, but he wouldn't. He kidnapped somebody. So he had no fucking ID. I, they don't know how he got into Mexico. Like, he maybe crossed where there was no... Uh, this was after 9-11, so... How the fuck did he keep renting a car without an ID? That's funny. Well, he... Maybe, maybe he had an He didn't have a passport. Okay. But this was still after 9-11, so I don't know how the fuck he got into Mexico. But the problem is... they had, So, long story short, they ended up paying like 10 grand to get him on a... Uh, they put him on a private plane to fly him into, into Phoenix because... His sister and brother-in-law, they spend half their time in Phoenix and half their time in Cabo. And uh, the pilot wasn't going to take him, and they fucking bribed the pilot with another five grand to fly him over the border because he didn't have papers. Mm -hmm. You know, and they ask you at the... And he just, I don't know, they pretended he lost his fucking papers. Right. But it was just this huge event boy i mean and to hear the story I'm, I'm not doing the story justice. i've never heard that story by the way <laughs> but i mean we're talking somebody that's out of his fucking tits right yeah driving cross country thinking people are following him changing cars Scary. like every couple hundred miles poor guy's in pain yeah he's fucked up and you know when he's when he's not on the when he's on his meds he's fine right you know it's just he thinks i've been near him He's like, Joe, see those guys over there? They're watching me. I'm like, really? Why do you think they're watching you, buddy? Well, they just are. Mm. I'm like, okay. Don't worry. I'll, I won't let them do anything to right. you. Right. And, I mean, he's a good dude. He's, you know, he's just, uh, he's the youngest in the family. And yeah. I saw him, like, last time I was in Florida. I don't know. February, something like that. And man, he looks older than he looks like he's ten years older than Chris. Really? And he's ten years younger than Chris. Holy shit. Or six or something. Whatever. Like that. Yeah. Now when he's on his meds, is he able to work? Yeah. Yeah. He works for Chris. Chris hires him and then buys him a car and then he destroys the car and 
doesn't do the work, and Chris ends up hating him. And, but wow, hires him back. And what a fucked up story, man. It's uh, but it's like he's he's like, what am I gonna do? I mean, he's my brother, and you know we can't disown him, and he's fucked, so he can't really help himself. But this was this is this was getting on the same subject as. Crazy people don't take their meds. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's that's what it is. Now, but I, I don't think I don't think your son's crazy. I, crazy. Like I don't think he's a. He's not a threat to anyone else or himself. Really, I don't think. Well, there's people but that you aren't gotta, crazy that are. Listen, are just the fact that, just the fact that he won't take the medicine is, I think, a pretty good indicator. You know what I mean? That yeah maybe maybe he is a threat, you know what I mean? Take the fucking medicine, Evan. I know you listen once in a while, but maybe he's afraid of the medicine. I don't know. He that took it. Do he something? did take it. I talked to him, so I got word from his mom that the social worker had called her saying, "I just met with him. I'm not sure he even knows why he's here, uh, and he won't take medicine." And then at quarter of Four or five, he called me about something else. And then I said, now listen, did they give you any medicine yet? And he goes, yep. And I'm like, oh, oh, really? What are you on? And he told me. I said, okay, when did that go down? He goes, about an hour ago. So he took it. But when he met with the lady again today, he told her he wasn't taking it. And he wants out. And it was the first time he said, I want out of here, was today. So... I will say when I talked to him last night and he was on it, he sounded dopey, like real dopey. You know what I mean? Like they got him doped up? Well, this shit probably dopes him up, this Risperdal. You know what I mean? But it cuts down on the anxiety, supposedly. It doesn't mean it's going to work for him. But the thing is, is he probably felt really drugged up and decided, I don't want to feel that way, not realizing they're going to ramp it back. They're going to figure out what the dosage is. That's why you're in the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah, they work with the other shit. They're going to like, half a milligram might work for your dad who weighs 300, but it ain't going to work for Evan who weighs 150. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, whatever. It's This is not an easy fucking process. However, I will say out there, if you are feeling blue or someone in your family is not doing well, go get help. There's help. Now, it might be a waiting game like I had last week where you check yourself into the emergency room. I'd be there for three days. And I was literally, we were literally there for fucking seven, uh, 68 hours. That's awful. 68 hours. And I can't believe he lasted. You You're know what better I mean? than I can't believe you lasted. What am I gonna do? You're a better than man than me. I would be fucking out of there. I'd be climbing the walls after you. Well, I I can do maybe ten or twelve. You know what? I be, we're gonna go get a hotel room. Watch a lot of TV. <laughs> Looked at fucking Yahoo. Played a little chess with the kid. Not chess. We played cards. I brought the chess board, but Risper. Risperdal. It's used to treat certain mental mood disorders such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, irritability associated with autistic disorder. And it's used for to treat acute anxiety if you keep reading. Yeah, it is used for some of that shit, but it is for acute anxiety. Yeah. They got a liquid form. Yeah, I don't know what he took. I know it was half a milligram. 
Um, well, I don't know what to say. It's going to be, and I fucking, they wanted us up there tomorrow. So anytime between one and three, I'm like, I can't. I had just found out two minutes earlier. We hired a new guy. We hired a new estimator finally. Yeah. And my boss is out of the office the next two days on his own medical shit with his wife. So I got to sit with the new fucking estimator and assess. Not assess. They know what he knows how to do because he worked with my boss elsewhere. But I get, he, does, he doesn't. They don't do the th- everything the same way everywhere. He knows how to use one of the programs, but not both of them. You know what I mean? Right. So. I'm like, I can't believe it's coming down to this. I can't go tomorrow. You know, I'll try to get there Thursday by three. You know what I mean? But I can't go Wednesday. I just can't. I, you can't go to work on Wednesday. No, no, or I can't. The, I can't go up north. Oh, to see him. I just can't. I gotta go to work. It's fucked that it came down that way. I feel awful, but Man, he's just right. gonna have to deal. But you know, in this way, it'll be one. At the very least, maybe it's one less day before he fucking skedaddles. Or maybe it'll cause him to skedaddle. Well, anyway, when we started the show and the phone rang, that was my old man. He's so, going up. So Evan woke up. To, uh, to See, he can use his phone for a half hour in the morning and a half hour at night. Anya had texted him, good morning, and he texted back, good morning. He goes, I miss Grandpa. I've been thinking about him a lot. And Anya instantly went, well, I'll call him. You want me to see if I can bring him up to visit? He's like, that would be nice. So they, she was going to see if he wanted to go up there today, but he can't get up there tomorrow. So Anya and Dad are going tomorrow late afternoon, and then she's going to assess what's going on. Then her and I are going to go back up Thursday. I like this. Side effects are drowsiness, dizziness, lightheadedness, drooling, <laughs> nausea, and weight gain. Uh, I like the drooling. <laughs> right. If you're just sitting there, go drooling on your balls. You might be on. <laughs> you might have. You might have to take a little less. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Such anxiety, restlessness. So good for all kinds of stuff. It. Yeah. It's definitely hardcore. That they really. They're bringing out the big guns early. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not farting around with. Well, they only got two weeks. Fucking. Is it two weeks that he's staying? That no, he can stay. He can. As of tomorrow, he can petition to get out of there. Three days, but no, but I mean, not what's, weekends. What's the whole term? It's, How long it's can he stay there? Forever. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's no. He could stay there for as long as he wants. Forever. Yeah. Until they kick him out for being really, really well. Yeah. Right. But you still have to sign off on it. You know. I got you. And it's three days minimum, and then you petition to get out of there, and then it's three days within three days after that. So it's really six days, but it's six business days, you see. So he goes in on a Friday. Oh, Saturday. He's there Friday night. That don't count. Saturday, Sunday don't count. Monday, Tuesday. So he's been there since Friday. He's been there two days. He's been there Monday and Tuesday. Are you saying? the way it works. So they can hold him three days. That's what he signed up for. So after Wednesday, tomorrow night, he can petition to leave. And then they either have to let him leave within three days or go to court and say, we don't think this person should be able to be released. I don't think they're going to do that with him because they're already saying. But they want us to go up there to at least say, you know, that, uh, we, you know, yeah, no, no, he, he's safe to live at home. You know what I mean? Which well, I hope he's never done anything to any of no, 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 anybody. No, but what's disconcerting is when he starts talking about hurting himself. Right. What's, dis- what's disconcerting is is he's in pain. 
What's disconcerting is, like Anya told me, this lady wants to determine what his baseline is. I'm like, his fucking baseline is crazy. That's what his baseline is. She's, oh, no, no, he wants to know what he's like when he's not. I'm like, he hasn't not been crazy in a year and a half. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no normal baseline for adult Evan. He's been pretty jacked He's up. fucked. Good kid. And you know what? I was, uh, they were talking about on the radio today that, that most, over 50% of the people who get fucking admitted to psychiatric hospitals are young men between 18 and 24. Oh, I'm not surprised. They're on the cusp. And a lot of women, too, but th- that's the demographic. 18 to 24-year-old males who are in transition. Well, look at that. And I'm not talking about their sexual organs. I'm talking about their fucking going from childhood to adulthood. I'm not surprised at all. Look at the way the uh, society treats young... You know, we've got fucking uh, these fucking social justice cunts out there talking about... Uh, What's the term? They're talking about... Uh, Penis? No, I don't know. No, like masculinity is a fucking bad thing. We've got to eliminate masculinity or... They're, they're, these people are fucking insane. Yeah, that is insane. They should be beaten with an axe. Right. I'd love to... I'd be, personally, I would beat several of these fat, ugly... And you're not saying you're... Unfuckable... You're not saying you're going to. You're saying you would. No, I would if I was... If it was... If it was legal, yeah. If it was legal and somebody wanted me to do it, well, what if you like if they were looking for candidates to beat these people? No, right. I'd sign up. Yeah, sure, executioner. Well, not ex. I I don't think I want to kill them. Just like to beat them. Just one good thwack. Yes, beat them. Pretty. If you hit somebody with the The, business end of an axe in the head, Joe, they're going to die. You know the assault on me. I bet I I bet the uh, thing is it's also I bet the statistics involve race. I bet it's I bet it's white guys eighteen to twenty four. Yeah, I don't remember that, but that's probably true. Because black people are having a they got the whole other thing. They got a on. tough. I mean, I feel so bad they, for black kids. They got a gripe. They got a gripe. Oh, they definitely have a black people are treated like shit in this country. They sure are. You know what would be good if. Only black people could be cops. Well, that's been How my fucking, fucking cool. Could that be? Only yeah, that's been my my whole thing. Get the Irish, the miserable fucking Irish. Don't ever let anyone that's Irish become a cop. Because that they're the ones that became cops. Like everybody came over when they came to this country. Like the, the Irish took over. They became politicians. And they're the most miserable fucks on the planet, and they uh, and they took over the fire departments and the uh, police departments. Right. And that's why everyone hates cops. Right. Because really, what you're dealing with is Irish people. They're just pig-headed, hate everybody. Yeah. Hard drinking, small penis, sporting, fucking yeah, miserable fucking pricks. Angry at the world. Yeah. Believe me, I'm I'm Irish. I know I know about it. I should never be. Well, actually, if I was a cop, I'd never pull anybody over because I don't fucking care. Right. You could be driving by me at 150 miles never, an hour. I go, I'd laugh. You could never be a cop, Joe. Because I don't care. You, you got way too much going on upstairs. 
<laughs> you really do. If you can stand out in the hot sun for ten Joe, hours, if watching you're a, a fucking guy, if you're a, a cop, ground, if you're a cop, you're stupid. You're dumb. You're you're stupid. And at the very least, it means the, the fact that you're a cop means that you want to kill somebody. Well, they uh, they absolutely want to kill somebody. Yeah. If you're a cop, you want to kill somebody. And even if they don't. You're fucking stupid. And you're dumb, and you are solely responsible, or not solely, but mostly responsible for every fucking death by heroin in this country, if you're a cop. No one ever... It's your fault. These words have never been spoken. I quit engineering school because I decided I wanted to be a cop. Right, yeah. I quit medical school because I decided I wanted to be a cop. I was going to get a degree in biomedical engineering, but now I want to be a cop. Right. Never been said. I was going to be a uh, trash guy, but now I want to be a cop. I got over 1,300 on my SATs, but now I'm going to be a cop. Right. No cop has over 1,300. None of those words have ever been no, spoken. It's never happened. I scored 1,300 on my SATs. <laughs> I think it's more like I scored 1,100 on my SATs. I scored 1,000 on my SATs. I, I came in just a little over 1,100 myself, but... I mean, and we're talking back when SATs were sixteen hundred. I think they're that was the best score you could get. Yeah, sixteen. I think they we changed. They did, but now they kind of changed back. They were twenty four for a while. Now you can take two. It's all fucked up. They even fucked up SATs with fucking uh, what do you call that? That fucking uh, I can't even speak English. It's with two A's, where people everybody gets equal opportunity. What's the other thing? What's equal opportunity? Never mind. Um, they wanted to make it so that somebody that lived in a ghetto and somebody that lived in one of the best neighborhoods in in the country could take the test and it wouldn't be biased towards either person. Right. You know, and that's... So asking questions that... Uh, so that's just saying that it was leaning one way or the other to begin with anyway. I mean that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you you have to read, you know what you have to. The things that I never could do well on are, you know, you read the fucking paragraph and then you gotta then it asks you questions about what you just read. Right. Because I can't read anything and remember what I just read anyway, I know, unless I'm weird. interested in it. Right. 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 So I'm reading about some, you know, fucking Julia goes to the grocery store and buys three zucchinis and a watermelon and a fucking bag of almonds and she sticks the almonds in her cunt when she leaves. Right. And and she was upset that the zucchini was fucking you know three bucks a pound or something. And right. Then I'll ask you where did where did Julia stick the fucking almonds? I'm like oh Jesus did she in her asshole? No. Right. Eh, in her cunt. <laughs> so I would get shit like that wrong. But I guess you gotta you gotta make those questions, you know, you gotta do those things so somebody reading it can relate to it. Right. You know, so if you're from you know, depending on where you're from, if you're you know, coming out of the hood, who the fuck buys a zoo? What is what's a zucchini? Right. You know? Because they don't have, they don't sell vegetables in the hood. You know what I mean? Wow. They call them uh, green squash. Green squash. 
I think that's it. Just zucchini. No, I'm saying like this. They call the hood. They call them food deserts. I was gonna say the vegetable free zone. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. You know, you can get uh, get all the slim jims and slurpees that you can shake a fucking fucking seventy five gallons of grape soda. Yeah, you can you can get all the grape soda and beef jerky that you can shake a fucking pack of fucking cools at. You, know, all, I mean, you can buy all the malt liquor you want. Not just all the malt liquor, but every different type. Have, have you ever... I, I'll tell you what. The, the hoodiest place that I've ever been in was West Memphis. Oh, no, I'm sorry. East Memphis, Arkansas. Right over the fucking line. This is hoodie, this place. And... I stayed in West Memphis, Arkansas. I'm sorry. Over the river. I'm sorry. It's it's West Memphis. I'm sorry. It's West so Memphis, So you're heading Arkansas. west. You go over the river, yeah, yeah. and you're in West Memphis. Yeah. So we've been there. You I stayed what I'm talking about? Days in there. They lit- on, my, on a motorcycle Oh, I trip. stayed in the nights in there. It's <laughs> even worse than the days in. Never heard of the I, nights in. I went, in the, I went there to fucking play cards. That's where I fucking... Because Tunica is right, right up the street from that. What? That's on the way to Tunica. Is the is the uh, yeah, but the casino is not in West Memphis. No, it's in it? Tunica. But Tunica is right the next town after West Memphis. West Memphis wasn't. I didn't find it terrible. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. Maybe I was just but here, naive. But what I'm but saying is, is that's where I just dis- discovered that there are like 16 different brands of malt liquor because it's all they had in the gas station. And that's where I discovered beer salt. Do you remember my flirtation with beer salt? Yes. Sent me right into Strokeville. I'm pretty sure that's why I ended up with high blood pressure. Because then I went online. I did the Joe. I went and bought the fucking bulk in bulk, the dill pickle beer salt and the red pepper beer salt. I remember that phase. Oh, my God. Shit was delicious. Good on eggs, too. I went into into a convenience store. I think I I don't remember where the hell I was going. I think I was going to to Texas Rob's. I must have been because I was on I-40. I don't think I ever went that way out west. But I went into a convenience store, and everybody in the convenience store was black, which I, th- doesn't bother me at all. No. and Same in West Memphis, by the way. And everyone in line, I, all I went in, I grabbed a six-pack of, like, Budweiser. Mm. And they all waved me to the front of the line, and I'm like, hey, I don't want to cut in line. And they're, no, no, and... I think I remember you saying. And I don't. Rem- I don't know why they did it. It's because they were hanging out. No, these people seem like they were just getting out of work, and yeah. waiting in line, and they waved you through, huh? And that's fucking bizarre. It was. I don't know whether they waved me through as a like, and get on your fucking motorcycle, get the fuck out of here yeah, right. before it gets dark, or they were just they're just nice or. They think uh, white people, yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of places where black people will, down south, where black people will still treat a white person um, as if the white person has some power over them. Right. You know, which is horrible, but because I don't want to, I was perfectly ready to wait in line. Right. But they basically, you know, I said, no, no, that's okay, I'll wait. And they're like, they were, they insisted. Right. And it was like the whole line. So I, off I went. But you know, I was on, I'll never forget, I was a cop 
black cop came up to me. This is why all police should be black. And he was in a squad car, and he, I was at a gas station. This was, you know, because going through, going through Tennessee, um, is a long fucking ride on I-10. Is it I-10 or I-40? I-40. I-40. I-40 is Nashville to uh, Memphis anyway. It's four or 500 miles. And, uh, it's four hours, four and a half hours. I don't think it's 400 miles. It might be oh, 400 miles from Knoxville through Nashville. Through That's the 400. Knoxville through Nashville to Memphis. Anyway. I, but this guy, I stopped to get gas, and this guy came over, and he was asking him, you know, because he saw the Massachusetts plate, and he was asking how it was, because he, he said he was getting ready to retire, and he was thinking about doing this. And I told him, I had been out cross country already. I think I think I was going to Texas Robs. Yeah. And uh a great guy. I said all cops should be black. Absolutely. You know, not this nasty Irish fucking prick looking for a way to fuck with you. Right. How can I ruin this motherfucker's day? Right. <laughs> Because mine's already ruined. How can I make this person fucking miserable? How can I take my insecurity and pass it off to the fucking guy I'm going to make, make give a ticket to and be evil to? Right. Stay away from the Irish. Stay away from the Irish. I mean, especially... Not all Irish. I, I mean, was going to say, especially the Irish Americans. <laughs> You know, Colin Quinn turned out okay. You know, yes. Colin Quinn's funny as a motherfucker. He is funny. He's fucking brilliant, is what he is. Bill Burr. I don't know if Bill Burr's. Bill Burr's not all Irish, though. Bill Burr's a great comedian. Yeah. Some of the best comedians in the world come out of Boston. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of them. You know, like, because it's just. It's a bastion of mental illness. Yeah, it really is. And yeah. drunks. Yeah. Drunks, mental illness. And I think the winner toughens you up. Louis C.K. is from Newton, too. Yeah, Louis C.K. is from... Not Irish, by the way. I mean, fucking Nick DiPaolo's from here. Stephen Wright is from here. Isn't fucking... Joe Rogan's from here. The uh, other guy we always talk about, Stanhope, he's from Massachusetts. Doug Stanhope was fucking from Worcester. Yeah, there it is. Doug Stanhope, who I think's best comedian on the planet, he's um, the darkest anyway. We'll give him that. He's fucking fabulous. Yeah, though. he's dark. Nick DiPaolo's from here. Yeah. Um, Lenny Clark. Lenny well, Clark. Lenny Clark's still here. Yeah. Lenny Clark just never, you know, never made it out. Lenny Clark, Steve Sweeney, and Tony V still doing shows at fucking oh, yeah, Nick's they Comedy are. Stop. Jimmy you know Tingle I mean? is still around. Oh, my God, really? Um, uh, Robert Rogerson or some something Rogerson, he's still around. How do um, these guys make a living just doing it I in think still, I think Lenny gets a couple bit movie parts here and there still. Yeah, he does. He's, but he's, like, how the fuck does Steve Sweeney live in? There's no way he's just doing comedy, is it? He's got he's to be a janitor or something. Well, Lenny Clark was on Rogan along with... There was another guy, too, from Boston who's a painter. I, I forget. He's, he's older. He's like almost 70. 
And he's a comedian. You know who he is. But he actually comes down to the Plymouth jail here and does, like, a class on, like, how to not be freaked the fuck out because he was a crazy Irish lunatic. Lenny. No, not oh. Lenny Clark. Oh, oh. It's another guy whose name it's not going to come to me. But he was on Rogan's podcast. But there are a shit ton of fucking comedians that, you know, that became nationwide, if not international. Yeah. I mean, they... They take they 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 have an Edinburgh festival is the I believe it's the biggest art festival in the world. Okay. And there's a fucking boatload of, of comics that from the United States that go over there. Right. Because the United States has a we produce some really decent comedians, especially from this area. Right. This area and New York produces some, you know, David Tell is David Tell is probably the best all around comedian ever that a lot of people haven't heard about. They call him the comedian's comedian. All the comedians know him. Jeff Ross. Oh, he's out of his fucking mind. You know he's I manic, really? man. His fucking energy is awesome. He's got. If you got to go, you got to listen to some Joey Diaz. Okay. Have you listened to not, Joey Diaz? Not familiar. He has a with special that's on. It's either Prime or Netflix. Okay. Joey Coco Diaz. J- Joey Diaz is so fucking funny. I mean, type in um, Joey Diaz Dice. Oh, okay. And it's a on a Joe Ro- Joe Rogan Joey Diaz Dice. It's a one hour podcast. Joey Diaz is on with. Dice, and he says something to the effect of, he had to leave, and he said to Dice, he said, you know, I thought I was fucked until I heard you come out, because I, the little brain in my head, you know, everybody would say, hey, look at that nice lady over there, and I'd be thinking, look at, she's a fucking cunt, and then you came out, and you're like, you know, what, you want a flower? What, so I can stick it in your ass? (laughs) And he said, my God, he's saying exactly, he said, I cried, but not for the reason you think. I cried because finally somebody understood what the voice inside my head was telling me. Right. And Joey Diaz is a fucking character. He was in jail for fucking kidnapping, running drugs. In case you're wondering, that's, that's Rogan Experience number 779, March 29th, 2016. So that was over three years ago. It was with Dice Joey Diaz. <laughs> yeah. It's right, about an hour long. Yeah, that's right when... Towards uh, the end of the... It's a fucking... The podcast is a riot. Dice was promoting the great Showtime show that got fucking canceled. Yeah, I don't know why they... I love that show. Oh, it was so good. The, the the woman who played his fucking girlfriend was so fucking good in that show. Oh, Natasha Leggero. Is that her name? Yeah. And she's a babe. Doesn't hurt. She's married to Moshe Kasher, who's also a comedian. Okay. I think they're both from New York. But, you know, Joe Rogan, he talks about living in L.A. And he says, you know, L.A., people are, people are soft in L.A. because they're because the weather doesn't toughen you I was going to say, up. the warmth kind of keeps you, you soft. Know, you just sort of, <laughs> you don't have to fucking deep get it. 
you know, he was he was doing a great, you know, like you get in a, your fucking car in the morning, it's fucking freezing. Right, you're hiding up a little bit. It's gonna start. Yeah. And then you fucking, you know, you're staring through a little hole in the fucking uh, in the windshield because that's all you can see through, and it takes ten minutes for the car to warm up. And right, he, he says it's he he just he says no no wonder people back there are, are sturdy because they can fucking deal with that, you know you. Greg Fitzsimmons, another Boston. guy from Boston. Yeah, Newton, another Newton guy. So, and we're forgetting about one other guy from Newton. He, uh, we'll forget about a shit ton of guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Jay Leno's from fucking Boston. Boston, yeah. He's from uh, not Attleboro, uh, Andover. Right. So, Jay, who's fucking digging his retirement, man, still doing his stand up. Oh, that guy. Uh, collecting cars. I think he enjoys himself. I hope he does. I do, too. He deserves it. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of people that don't like him. I don't, I don't know. know why. I don't know why, either. He's a likable guy. You know, after that fucking movie came out, The Night Shift, about the whole jockeying for position for Johnny Carson's job that was based on the book of the same name. But that, was, that didn't have anything to... A lot of people thought... By the way, that shit was... That, that book was written with conjecture. They speculated on a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Well, this is and where was, they hired Conan and had Conan for about a no, week. No, no, that was, that was later. That was later, later. I'm talking about when oh, Johnny with Letterman, was with Letterman. Letterman yeah, wanted yeah. it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people thought Jay acted... Uh, well, it wasn't like... The word? Like a two it wasn't like bitch. Jay Leno went in and said, no, I want The Tonight Show, and they said, oh, well, we got to get it, get yeah, it to no, Jay. No, 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 no. I mean, this was a decision made by the fucking network. Right. And I don't think Jay, there's no way you're going to lobby yourself into the fucking Tonight Show host. I don't think they wanted, Letterman was still on the edge. I remember when Letterman was funny. And that's when he first started and he had fucking stupid pet tricks and they used to show. I thought he's always been funny. Well, he's. His edge went away. Yeah, he was he, innovative. He, he became right. kind of fucking boring. And, but I mean, remember he used to sh- throw shit off the roof of buildings and right. stuff? Once and, in a while, yeah, he just loses his mind. Or he'd take the mic and go out and he, I'll never forget, this was, uh, I could have been in college. Put himself I, I in found, an industrial dryer. I found Letterman on, like, late night on, on the three channel fucking TV. Right. And he had, uh, I started watching him my junior year in high school. He went around. There was a store called Just Bulbs. Yeah. And he was trying to buy. He was, you know, going. Now, listen, I need a shade. Right. Can I get one here? They no, sent him over just to Just sell, Shades. And they had Just Shades. And then he was trying to buy a lamp and right. Just Shades. Yeah. And no, no, we sell Just Shades. But can I get a bulb and a lamp? <laughs> right. No. No, you got to go over to Just Bulbs for the bulb. And uh, I'll never forget. It was fucking. It was great television. Sounds like me in Dollar Tree. I so holding shit up, going, "Hey, excuse me, how much is this? What about this? How much is this?" But if you want the it's host, a it's a dollar. You want the host of the Tonight Show to kind of be. I think there's a Letterman was one of those guys where. There were people that really loved him, and then there were people that disliked him quite a bit. 
Jay Leno is is kind of hard to dislike. Right. You know what I mean? He's pretty pretty milk toasty. Yeah, he's even keeled. Yes. And he's he appeals to not just the middle of the country, but all of the retired people. Right. Which is who watched the fucking Tonight Show. Like, you know Dave Letterman has some fucking demons in his head. Oh, yeah. Jay doesn't seem to be troubled by I that. don't think you're going to see Jay kicking shit and throwing stuff at the end of a show because no. his show didn't go well. That's, no. t- that's Letterman-esque, you know what I mean? Or and, banging any of his, uh, you know, the fucking co-writers or whatever. Well, there a, he at least didn't get caught anyway. He didn't get caught. Right. I think Jay's a really even-keeled dude. Jay's yeah. the one who gave the advice of just fucking, you know, his advice to any anybody in this business is just stay in your fucking lane. Trying to remember. Just keep going forward. Don't take any turns off and veer off here and take this dirt road down. Just stay in your lane and keep keep working it. Right. And you'll be good. Right. It's when you fucking veer off and... Start drinking and doing drugs and shit and the whole, you know, you derail yourself. Right. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. It's pretty good advice. Well, it's pretty good life advice, actually. You yeah. Kind of do what you know and do it as good as you can. But uh, you do what you want to do. You do what you can. So that's... uh. Hey, did you get to listen to Al's show three? I listened, yes. I, I listened to the whole thing. But oh, okay. It was pretty much a song, wasn't it? Well, it was sick. It was, I played the demo from the band I'm in with Evan. Yeah. I started with another song, then played six songs from the demo, then played another song on the way out. That's all. Well, it was pretty good. I just wanted to get it. Uh, get, I, that was something I've been meaning to do. So well, you did it. I can. Uh, I set up the old. Uh, audacity on remember i told you about the 50 dollar fucking desktop setup i bought a couple months ago you might not remember now no. from a crazy dude in a fucking group home <laughs> was on fucking i was i just yes I, you did tell i was me. either gonna yes. get a fuck because i was trying to was dealing with the whole digital music thing which i have resussed out i got it on a fucking another drive now i got it on that computer as well well anyway i put audacity up on that computer and a uh, little fucking mixing board on a fucking TV tray table next to it. Evan was even using it to do some recording on the bass on Audacity. You know what I mean? So I got a little setup at home now if I want to broadcast. You know what I mean? Fucking works good. I just used the regular Shure microphone. I don't need one of these. That sounded fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fucking put a little pop thing on a shore microphone it's not like i'm sitting there it's not like this it's not like when i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be talking we're gonna be talking for an hour or two you know what i mean i'm just i'm gonna be farting around certainly not doing any earth shattering fucking uh broadcasting or podcasting whatever that's called no what else joe what do you got nothing everything's i sold a house oh good so i'm closing the end of june so that'll be good and uh is it done? Yeah. Oh, good man. Hundred percent. Jesus, that's nice. The uh, sandwich road. Yeah, the blower door test failed. Oh, okay. Which was fucking. Uh, so is that because an opening wasn't framed correct? I mean, no, why is that? Just, How does that happen? No, it's because we're making the houses so fucking tight that it's craziness. Yeah. It's three air changes an hour. 
that you have to meet. So somehow I'm at four air changes an hour, which Bob Malone's going there on uh, Thursday. He's going to meet with the guy because I can't I can't go there and cock shit. And, I don't know. I just can't do it. I can go move dirt. Right. I go to the site. I got a chainsaw. I've got. Well, now I have four chainsaws. I have three of them don't work. One leaks shitload of oil, and yeah, I think I'm going to take two of the chainsaws, which are worth worth fixing. Bring them to Morrison's, bite the bullet, and just have them fix them. Right. But I bought a refurbished Husqvarna chainsaw, so that I go cut up a little. I knocked over some trees to make some more room on this lot yeah. with the excavator. So I got to cut the stumps off and kind of cut it up into into pieces I can bury over in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Because burying shit's fun. Yeah, man. And you get fill from it. You, you don't want to bury it like where they're going to put the driveway or, yeah, or the, the pool or something. Or the pool. Right. Or under the house. Or the house. <laughs> But Which happened to my parents' next door neighbor there oh fucking God. twelve years ago, whatever the fuck it was. Remember that? The stump fucking dump for the whole place. Literally they built a house on a stump dump. Yeah, they did. Oh my god. Fucking crazy. Unbelievable. Poor people. I don't know how that how'd... Hey, they're still there, man. They've been there since nineteen seventy four or something. Seventy three. God love them. Well shit, your folks have been in that house since what? Seventy five. That's uh that's a long time. Property's in good shape. They really took good care of the house. Is uh, that 40 years? Yeah, it's like a lot like 44 or 5 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting up there. Jesus. They've been, they haven't fucking paid, and you know they paid their mortgage that, that fucking right off in 30 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> right to the letter. So they oh, haven't had yeah. a mortgage payment yeah. in fucking 14 years, you know? Yeah. Which must be nice. They just got to give Plymouth. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to guess somewhere between, what, forty five hundred and five grand these days for property taxes for a four-bedroom in Plymouth. Well, I would, I would guess, because I'm paying close to seven in this fucking place. Yeah, you got a lot going on, a lot more going it's crazy. on. crazy. Yeah. Although, if you live in, if this house was in New Jersey, I'd be paying fucking $36,000. Yeah, so. if, you, if you lived in Carver, you'd be paying nine. Carver has higher taxes than fucking Plymouth, believe it or not. It's crazy. I don't Carver's know. higher than Duxbury. I was reading here the homeless population in Los Angeles jumped 16%. Official stunned, it says. And over what, what amount of time? In a year? Is that how, when they do those reports? I don't know. Or is that quarterly? I mean, how does that work? It doesn't really say. It just says they thought there were 38,000 homeless, and now there's, there's 59,000 over L.A. County. Yet there's still a sanctuary city. Right. San Diego. The beautiful city of San Diego. The beautiful county of San Diego as well. San Diego is holding, holding back 250,000 migrants. Holy shit. Oh, San Diego immigration court overwhelmed. No kidding. American dies in border gun battle. Oh, yeah, I saw that today. Like, American meaning someone who worked for the government or some, some innocent bystander? I don't know. 
I didn't read this one. I just saw it. It was in San Diego. Bullet after bullet after bullet. American man dies in gun battle with U.S. officials. Oh, shit. Well, that doesn't sound like it was a... I wonder why they single him out as American if it was in San Diego, though. It's just, oh, because they were border agents. Now I get it. Must have been drug-related, Joe. Yeah. Just like everything else. It probably was. You know what I mean? He was battling with U.S. Customs and Border Protection at the San Ysidro Port of Entry, the San Diego Police Department confirmed. Right. Is San Ysidro the Tijuana? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think know. so. I think... Well, how many... How many fucking points of entry can they have in San Diego? I Good mean, point. You got, you Good got point. what, I-5 that runs down there and goes right. to the fucking, I think. And it becomes Mexico 1 or some shit, or is it Mexico 5? When I rode a motorcycle to Cabo, I went through that fucking border, I think. I don't know. They got tent cities in every, every California city. Yep. has a tent, seems to Absolutely. have a tent city. San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Although San, San Diego is much more conservative. A lot of military people there. Yeah. There's a big Navy base right there, too. That I mean, fucking, uh, I can't remember the name of that island. That's Orange County. I think they tend to lean a little bit, little bit yeah, right. Orange, it's San Diego County. Orange County's north of there. Oh, is it San Diego yeah, County? L.A. County, then River, something, yeah, Riverside I County, then, then Orange, and then San Diego. You know, there's 20 million people that live in L.A. County. 28 million? 20 million. Holy shit. 20 fucking million people. That's going to be more than any other state. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Even Texas, probably. Yeah, well, Texas yeah, is like 25 yeah, yeah, million. Yeah, I was going to say. But I mean, Texas. This, and it's just, it's the weather and people trying to, they want to fucking be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fuck it's it's a combination of the weather and people wanting to be on TV. Yeah. Want to get famous. And uh did you ever you remember ever wanting to be famous when you were younger? I I I remember wanting to be famous and not re- trying to figure it out and going, "Uh, sounds like a lot of work." <laughs> For someone who's trying to maximize their downtime. No, I getting I, famous ain't going to work. No, I I never really had a uh I think there was a time when I wanted to be have get some recognition for doing something. Yeah. But not not f- fame. Fame, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Cuz fame looks like fame there's a certain amount of fame. Like if you're a stand-up comedian um you know, it's funny. I was listening to uh Dave Grohl. Just one of the nicest human beings on the planet. The keeper of the flame of rock and roll. I love, I love that guy so much. That guy is keeping rock alive. Totally afraid to. He's totally unafraid to be a complete goofball. Right. And now you know more about this than me. We talked about Dave Grohl last time. He's a one hell of a musician too. He started the Foo Fighters by recording a tape. By himself, he played every instrument. Right. And the record company said, we want to put this out. Right. And he's like, what, the tape? Mm. He said, no, that's just a demo. He goes, we want to put this out. And Mm. they did. And it fucking went. And the rest is history. Right. And they played Wembley, two sold-out shows at Wembley. I mean, that's like 85,000 people. They're probably one of the, the 
20 acts that could fill a soccer stadium in the world right now. And he's Still. just the nicest fucking guy. Yeah, we did talk about Dave They're right Cole. up there with you two. He's, he's a sweet, nice guy. Now, yeah. he, you don't want to take sweet for a pushover. No. Like, he's the leader of that fucking band. There's right. no question about it. Mm-hmm. What Dave says, you know, because there's a special out that I watched with him in it um, about the Foo Fighters. It's pretty, it's pretty recent. And like he was talking about, there was a drummer and like he had, he couldn't let the album get released with this guy drumming. He went in and, and redid it, redid it yeah. himself. And like apparently, there's no getting around. Like you tell your drummer, "Hey, I had to do the drumming," mm-hmm. and it's just not going to work out. There's always going to be that friction. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, that guy had to go away, but. He didn't really have anything bad to say about Dave either. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, Dave's just a, he's a nice Well, Taylor guy. Hawkins is the drummer now, right? He's been the drummer for 15 yeah. years or so. Yeah. And, I mean, like, he had a, he, 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 that kid went into, I don't know how old the guy, he went into a coma. And fucking Grohl was in the hospital room for two weeks watching the guy. Oh, the other drummer, you mean? No, Taylor oh, Hawkins. Oh, Taylor? Oh, really? Yeah, he that. had a heroin overdose, went into a coma. Oh, shit. And, uh. Grohl stayed in the hospital room, didn't leave for two weeks. Wow. It's pretty fucking... He's just a... What a great guy. If anybody (laughs) deserves it. But what I was getting at, he was talking about fame, and he said, you know, when I was playing with Nirvana, I could walk into the... I could walk through the front door of where we were playing, and nobody knew who I was, and it was great. Yeah. Because I was behind the drum kit. Right. You know what I mean? And you're out back. Yeah. And he said it was, he, he was doing some interview with some broad, and uh, they asked him, you know, what was it like becoming the front man? He goes, it was fucking scary. Right, yeah, I'm sure. Because he's straight up honest. It wasn't like, oh, no, no big deal. It's like, yeah. No, it's scary. You're up front. You got these people staring right at you. Right. There's nobody in front of you. You know, you're the front man. Yeah. You're up there with the fucking guitar and the you, the furthest mic towards the front, towards the folks, and... You know, people will fall on your lead. Right. So I imagine that is a scary position to be in. But he's gotten used to it. And they're great. They got some great... There's tunes that they wrote. Because I kind of... You know, I never... I don't have any Foo Fighters stuff. But there's tunes that they wrote that I didn't know it was their tune. I'm like, holy shit, that's the Foo Fighters? You know, I thought it was somebody else. So they got some great tunes out there, too. Right. They won like 15 Grammy Awards, 15 or 18 oh, I'm or sure, some yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. Although, I don't know whether that means anything anymore because there's 11 mm. rock bands. And I know, but still. I mean, it's still nice to be recognized. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. And I mean, not to take anything away from them either. No. But, you know, back, there used to be like best rock and roll band. Right. You know, there'd be like, Two fucking categories, not 700. Right. Best album of the year. Right. Not best rock album, best rap album, best fucking country and western, best, blo- you know. Right. So now they've got, if you have a million categories, you can, everybody gets a Grammy. List of award of nominations. So they've won one American Music Award, 12 Grammy. 
That's awesome. Yeah. 12 Grammys, five Brit Awards, five Kerrang Awards, which is the metal shit, two MTV Music, <coughs> five NMEs. Wow. That's awesome. Nominated for 29 Grammys and won 12. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's what a record, huh? That's not to be uh, fucking And to think, poo-poo. he was... He's just one of those people that's just fucking got a smile on his face all the time. He's a happy guy. Listen, he's living the fucking dream, man. He's He keeps rock and roll alive. And that's no fucking small feat. That's got to bring him joy every morning. Now, I'm sure there's fucking days he don't want to get out of bed either. But doesn't seem like it. Doesn't <laughs> seem like it. I think he's, yeah. having, he's enjoying himself. Yeah, he likes it. He can fucking roll. If he's not on the road, he rolls downstairs to the studio. We already know he can play everything. He knows how to make the records as well, which is not an easy thing. I don't know. I think that being on the road, you know, they talk about it like you get you get like after a year and you're like, I'm never fucking doing this again. Yeah, right. But well, then six months goes by, and you're like, I gotta get oh, back. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. Know, or I gotta go write some tunes, and yeah. So I, I it's, it's a, a unique job. Deal. It's a unique job. And I can, I can, I, I can identify with the, you know, they, you know, you go into a different city every night or every other night. Yeah. So you don't even know what fucking day it is. Nope, you generally don't. Apparently, you know. I mean, you can if you want to keep trap, but why would you? You're on a fucking... Hey, uh, you know, a fucking... A theater or a whatever they're playing. They're not playing amphitheaters. They're playing... Uh, well, they play arenas. Stadiums. Yeah. Or, stadiums. Stadiums arena. and arenas, yeah. So, well, stadiums like 60,000 people and arenas like 20. Yeah, arenas a football, I mean a, a basketball or a hockey place, you know. Yeah, I mean, like the Madison Boston Square Garden. Boston Garden, yeah. The TD, fucking TD stadium Garden. is fucking the sh- they call the amphitheaters the sheds. That's fucking Great Woods and of course, you know, I was going to say Sullivan Stadium. Gillette is a fucking stadium. Well, they do a lot of stadiums. Yeah. I mean, you can't do can stadiums. Yeah, well that's the cool thing about being one of the only bands that can play stadiums cuz wherever whatever part of the world it's warm. That's where you play in stadiums. I know, they go to Australia you can tour for, for the, the year. Yep, you can go down to South America for a while if yep. you want. You know what I mean? Wherever it's Just fucking follow warm, the warm man. weather. That's it. Follow the sun, dude. It's not a fucking bad thing. Or you can just you can do the arenas and literally do that for two years. Yep. Until you've been everywhere, which is just fucking nuts. I can't even imagine it. Bands like U2 and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you read, they're winding up their two-year tour. It's like, holy shit. How well, much fucking now, money do those guys make? Most of the guys in the Foo Fighters, like, they all had all had kids late. So, you know, Grohl right now has three girls that are, I don't think, I think the oldest kid is like 11. Really? You know, so it's a lot harder for them to... And he, every one of them, like, had kids at the same time. So right. now every, everybody's got, like, two or three kids. And yeah. So they don't want to leave for that amount of time. Yeah, right. You know, six months, and I got to come home and see my kids. Yeah, and let's face it, a, a fucking, no matter how fucking fat it is, even if it's a, a $1.2 million fucking tour bus, that's no place for a kid to get their education. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. You know, it's, they're not going to public school either. I get it, but... I mean, you play for go two hours on stage, and then you get off, and you know maybe you do that meet and greet shit, and then you're in a fucking hotel room, you know. It's a while. It's just uh, or on a bus. Yeah, back on the bus. You know what I mean. A lot of them still do the bus. 
So I don't know. Doesn't I don't some of them like fly private from town to town and then go to the fucking the high end hotel wherever they're playing the next. Well, night. that's not a bad way to do that's it. That's not a bad way to do it if you if you can afford it. But you still got to fucking get on the plane. And granted, it's private, so you just walk on the plane. You got to get off the plane. You got to get in a fucking limo. Yeah. You got to go to the gig. You got to play. You got to go to a hotel room. Yeah. And <coughs> fly out the next day or that night or I don't know. I guess you have to sleep. <coughs> and hopefully, at some point, you end up at Milwaukee Summerfest <laughs> because that's the place the to hidden, be. The hidden secret of the music festival. I was starting to work on my wife about that. It's going to take some work. It's all right. It'll, it'll still be there. Yeah, I'm just like, listen. It's not going anywhere. We got to go. She's like, I don't know if I want to spend my vacation there. I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. She'd fucking love it. She would love it, wouldn't she? She yeah. would fucking love it. It would be the time of her life. People don't realize how nice Milwaukee is in the summertime. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. The weather was perfect that fucking. The first su- week of summer in Milwaukee, right on that lake. Oh. Great, so fucking nice. We had a good time. Everything's so what I remember. fucking green. Yeah, yeah. I had a good time until the last night, last morning, whatever it was. I was fucking. You were ready. I was just wrecked. <laughs> I was wrecked. <laughs> I stayed up for like three days. I don't yeah. even remember how long that trip was, but I remember at one I point I either. stayed up three days. I think we were gone five nights, and I was up for three of them. You know. Well, it was fun. It's memorable. Yeah, it was fucking great, man. Plus, I get to walk down memory lane and go to where I used to live and shit. Yeah. Pretty cool. Went to a couple old bars. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Thinking we probably had two or three proper meals. (laughs) I doubt it. Yeah. (laughs) Had a lot of fucking fried food at the fairgrounds. You know what I mean? Taco Bell. Although there was that restaurant that was, there was like a family restaurant on the way back that I went into a couple times. Fucking completely shit faced. Yeah. I mean, like my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forth. Yeah, they were used to it with Summerfest. I think so. You know what I mean? It's still going to get you your fucking uh, uh, chicken fried steak or whatever the fuck you need. I ordered a lot of food. Fucking waffles or something. Give me shit. two fucking cheeseburgers, chicken fried steak, yep. a bowl of soup. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, you know. How about some? How about some of these chicken fingers to start or something? Falling asleep while you're eating it and shit. <laughs> Speaking of fucking uh, gluttonous behavior and all that shit, um, uh, did you get my text? I I got an appointment with your guy. Yes. He fucking answered the phone at quarter of ten on Sunday morning. I called his cell phone. I saw that, and I explained it, and he went, "Yeah, yep." How's Monday the 17th sound? I'm like, great. Should I have my wife call the office or, or something? He goes, nope, just bring your card. I'm like, okay. Sounds so good. Is he meeting you after work? Six o'clock Monday night, the 17th. Cool. So hopefully I can. Well, I asked him, and he said he'd work it out with you. He fucking didn't even hesitate. Well, you Sounded know like a nice guy. He, he likes me, and I think he... And I said, look, he's, I think you're going to find that, you know, we're not the same person, but I mean, probably have a, kind of, we're the same, sort of the same age and sort of the same, same sort of issues. Yeah. Life issues. I mean, he's not fucking crazy. He's just, 
She's fucked. Perplexed. Yeah, that's all. Perplexed and not amused at the outcome of the whole thing. No, I don't know. Something. I, I, I probably know. need to dig a little deeper into what's going on with the kid, too. You know what I mean? Well, Because like, yeah. I was trying to tell, I was talking to my brother David, and I lost my composure on the phone while I was talking to him. And I'm like, I'm all right. I'm all right. He's like, no, you're not all right. No, you're I'm not. Like, you know what? I'll be fine. But it, it I, I am hurting too over this. Of course, you know what I mean. Of course, you are. There's nothing it, worse than seeing your kid in pain, and exactly, whether and if it's the stigma of pain in his head, or if he got fucking hit by a bus, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what way, I try it's to. Worse, it's you worse. You can't fucking. I don't know. I was tell, you just crazies don't get the same sympathy they as don't. people that get hit by a bus. Yeah, and it's worse. If it's you're fucking, fucking all worse. busted up and bleeding, you get crazy sympathy. Yeah. If you go, I, I'm feeling fucking nuts and anxious. They're like, they oh, go, go right. outside and slap, give yourself a slap, yeah, and right, back in. right. You know? That's like what someone at work said to me last time. They're like, oh, you just got to kick him in his ass. I'm like, you fucking don't even, you're a you're not, don't even fucking understand anything. Do you have you listened to me? You know what I mean? Right. You're not it's, listening. It's not a, he's not a bad kid. He's never been in trouble. He's no. not a bad kid. He's a good kid. Shit happens to people. Yeah. It has nothing to do with good or bad. It has to do with in pain, yes. fucking deep, dark pain. Joey, he was so, in so much pain, we did three trips to the emergency room because he thought his testicles were twisted. I know. They're not. There's right. nothing. And I ended up having to say to him forcefully, they're not twisted. It's mental pain over. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It manifested causing, itself physically. physical pain. Yeah, it's just... On that note, on that happy note. We're going to call it a night. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Um, my name is Al. That's Joe. Good night, everybody. Uh, there's a strong possibility, Joe, that I will be in Devons, Massachusetts Thursday. If that is the case, Sundays I'm not playing music for a few weeks. You want to do one Sunday? I think so. Afternoon? I think so. Okay, like after lunch? Yeah. All right. Why don't we plan on that then? I will call and remind you. How's that? Just oh, to I make sure that. that you can do that. Yeah. I'm going to be in Devon's Mass on Thursday night. So, well, you got to do what you got to do. Yep. Okay, everybody. Good night, Waterbury. <laughs> <laughs>